What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I am so thrilled you are tuning in this week. So we are headed through a series called Declutter Your House, where we're going room by room and just getting some tips and tricks on decluttering and organizing each space. If you haven't already listened to the first two episodes, make sure to go back and listen to those. It doesn't matter what order you listen to them in, but I just hope that you listen to each one so you can work through your house. There's been an intro episode where I just talked about some tips going through the entire series and then the kitchen episode. So that's an important one. We all spend a lot of time in our kitchen, so make sure to listen to that as well. Today we are going to go through the bathroom and like I said in the previous episode, if you have a friend who would benefit from this, that you can do these together, go ahead and invite them to listen to the Simple Home Podcast, to listen to these episodes so you guys can help each other get through the whole series, okay? So the bathroom is really one where we do spend quite a bit of time in the bathroom, but we do a lot of different things in the bathroom. You might be bathing your kids or taking a shower yourself, or maybe you like evening baths. Um, So there's so many different uses for our bathroom. And bathrooms are generally small. Not all bathrooms are, but a lot of times there's at least one small bathroom in your home. Now, if you have more than one bathroom, I want you to do one bathroom at a time, but do the whole bathroom at once. So choose the bathroom maybe that you're in the most or the one that would be easiest for you, whatever whatever you wanna do there, and try doing the whole thing at once. But don't go through all your bathrooms at once. Just start with one, do one at a time. Again, like I talked about in the kitchen, I want you to empty the entire space. Start sorting the items as you go through them. So as you're emptying them out, put towels with towels, put your makeup stuff with, you know, all together, put face wash, put shampoo, put bath toys, put them all kind of together so that you can see them. Um, And then take a moment to wipe down the drawers and the shelves before you put anything back because most of us have not done this in a while and this is the time to do it. It'll be super easy and only take a few minutes. This is a space that often has a lot of stuff we don't use. There are lots and lots of little items. There's often items that we're holding on to because we purchased it and feel bad getting rid of it. Things like lotions, body products, face products, makeup, 
all of those things we thought we'd try and never did. And sometimes we spend good money on them. And so it's hard for us to get rid of them. Or maybe we tried it once and didn't love it, but we spent money on it, so we hold on to it. What you have to remember is you already wasted the money on it. I know this is really hard to swallow. It's really hard for me too, but the money is already spent. Getting rid of it is not the thing that wastes the money. Purchasing it in the first place already wasted the money. So it's not the getting rid of it part. So allow yourself to get rid of those items and learn from it moving forward. Think through your purchases more carefully in the future. But don't punish yourself for previous purchases. Now, if it's something that you can just use and use up and then you know, know that you're not going to buy that item again, go ahead and do that. Or if you've only used it once and you have a friend that would love it, ask them if they'd want it. Most of the time they probably will if it's something that they're going to love. So there's ways of getting rid of it that aren't wasteful. But if it's the money holding you back, that's already been spent. That's It's not going to change just because you hold on to the item. So the other thing that I want you to do in this room, just like we did in the kitchen, is think about how much of each thing you need. How many towels do you really need? You probably have more than you use on a regular basis. How many bath toys does your child need? How many washcloths and so on? Go through each thing and decide how many you actually need. The less you have, the less you have to clean up, to wash, to organize, and manage. So be really intentional about how many items you really want to handle. When my youngest was small, I had all kinds of bath toys he could choose from. You know how cute all those little bath toys are? And I couldn't resist them. So he'd have a bathtub full of toys, which made it hard to bathe him. There was stuff like swimming all over the water. He didn't even play with them because there was so much stuff in there. And then I had to clean them off and store them after each bath. So what I decided was that I wanted to enjoy bath time with my son rather than dread the cleanup, so I pared the toys way down. I noticed he liked to fill stuff up and pour it out, so I kept one set of stacking cups and I got rid of everything else. Sometimes he asked to bring a few of his animals or other small toys into the bathtub, which I would I would always let him, but for the most part, those stacking cups were perfect. And since then, my other two kids have been perfectly happy with those same stacking cups as well. So they they never had other bath toys. I never bought anything new. In fact, when people would give them to us, I would often donate them to somebody else because I knew that that becomes a problem in the bathtub and I didn't like cleaning it up and the stacking cups were working just fine. So figure out what works best for you on each item. How many do you really need? And it might be less than you're thinking. Really, really think through it. Remember, there's no right number, but paring things down will make your life easier and make a huge difference. Another thing to think about in the bathroom is the decor you might have. Are there items you have on the shelves or the walls or the counters that live there but don't really add much joy to your life? Often the decor in a space makes it difficult to clean and removing some of these items will simplify your daily routine and cleaning. So if it's just sitting there and you're constantly moving it or having to wipe it down, then get rid of it if you don't love it. Now let's talk about a few organizational strategies as well. 
Once you've cleared out the excess, you need a system that works for you and your lifestyle. So put your everyday stuff into one space. What do you use every day? Put these things together so you can easily get to the essential stuff without digging through items you won't use right then. Things like your toothbrush, your hairbrush, your makeup that you use every day, not the excess makeup that you only put on for special occasions or that you're saving for something, just what you actually use every single day. Put that somewhere. It helps me to have some of these things out in a visual space. Now, I don't keep them on my counter, but I keep them on a shelf right in front to have things like my face wash because I often am too lazy at night to want to wash my face, but if it's right there next to my toothbrush, it makes me want to do it because I'm already brushing my teeth and it's right there. So think about what would work best for you. If you can keep storage stuff separate from the commonly used items, you'll find the flow to be much smoother. So you can move them to another area of the house or utilize a top shelf in your bathroom closet if you have one. This might be things like extra towels for guests or extra soap or shampoo, a curling iron you only use when you're going out with friends or a date with your husband or something like that. Think about the items you don't use all the time and try to find a new space for those items. Also, keep your shower as clear as possible. What do you actually use in your shower? Get rid of the extras. Take things off the rim of the tub and you'll find it so much easier to clean if you don't have to clean around all kinds of stuff. So if you have shampoos for every person in your household, see if you can pare it down and get just one kind that everybody can use. Think about what you can get rid of so you can clean your shower without taking everything out first. I like to use buckets to kind of organize like things together. So for instance, washcloths, rather than stacking them, I just put them upright in a shoebox tote, like one of those little plastic ones you can get at the dollar store. Um, I just like to put them kind of in buckets on the shelves so that the kids know where to put them back. I like my kids to fold the laundry and put it away. So making that easier or my face wash, like I said, I put all the soaps in one area, the soap and lotion and such. And so I can just pull that tub quickly out, wash my face and then put it back. So that's a way you can organize some of those like items. If you had items that you had extras of, Um, In the beginning, as you were going through things like lotions or face products, put them in one space where you can grab them and try to get through those first before you go out and buy something new. So if you decided to hold on to some of those items, make sure you have a plan to use them so that they don't continue to just live in your, (laughs) in your closet or your, or your cabinets in your bathroom. And Give yourself a time limit on these things. So if you still haven't gotten through them in that certain amount of time, go ahead and let them go or give them to a friend um, and don't feel guilty, guilty about it. Just learn from it as you move forward. Now, another tip that I have for the bathroom and for any space in your house really is to leave some space in your drawers and on your shelves. Providing yourself this white space makes it easier to clean, it makes you feel lighter when you're in the bathroom every day, and it gives you space for things that may come in. So I want you to try to leave some of this space. That way when you come home with 
you know, a giant pack of toilet paper because we all know that sometimes toilet paper is hard to come by (laughs) these days, which is so weird to say. You'll have a space to put it instead of searching for somewhere or leaving it by your front door or it driving you crazy somewhere else. So leave a little bit of white space. All right. Okay. I think that's it. The great thing about a bathroom is You usually don't have a lot of sentimental clutter in a bathroom. What you do have often is that guilt from buying something that you never chose to use, and that might be hard to part with. But other than that, most items in the bathroom are easy to part with. We just have to be real with ourselves and decide how much of it we really need and not just hold on to stuff because we may someday have the queen over to use this special towel or whatever. That's a really silly example, but you know what I mean? We don't probably have sentimental clutter, but we do have trouble going through and paring down, but allow yourself to pare down because you will love your space so much more if there's extra space in your room. All right, it's time for you to go and put it into action. So Make sure that you take at least a couple of these tips and get started when you are able. Make some changes to just make your life feel simpler. If your bathroom feels overwhelming to you, choose a day you can focus on it and then give it a clean sweep if possible. Bathrooms are small, so you can probably do this in an afternoon if you're really, really um, purposeful about it. Again, I'd love to hear what you take away from this episode and how your progress is coming with your spaces. So tag me on Instagram at Jenna Arvidsson. Show me what you're up to so I can cheer you on. Don't forget to tune in to the next episode of this series where we are going to talk about closets and bedrooms. So that should be a fun one. This is another area in our home that we are often in and have a lot of excess stuff. So it's going to be fun to tackle that with you. Make sure to tune in for that and invite a friend so that they can do it with you. All right. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.